0: Coming up this week, we have more information about the California Adventure-only annual pass, Knott's Scary Farm announces their 2016 offerings, and Disneyland guests may need to prepare themselves for super-long cupcake lines. Plus, later, Michael flashes back to the 80s. All that next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. (laughs) This is the Dis Unplugged Disneyland Edition, episode 605, for the week of August 28th, 2016. The Dis Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan that perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by my good friends, Nancy Johnson. Hey! Mary Jo Willie.
1: Hello.
0: Michael Bowling. Hey there, hi there, ho there. And Tony Spatel. Hello. How was everyone doing?
2: Good, busy, good.
0: doing very well. Good, 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 good. Hello to our friends listening live on Mixler. If you want to listen and chat live every single week, every single Sunday at seven PM Pacific, head over to mixler.com. It's M I X L R dot com and find us there and log on and listen and chat with all the other cool people. I'd, to like to just, chat life.
3: I'd like to let the Mixler folks know that if you'd like to increase your chances of my reading your comments on the air, you can just make a donation to, <laughs> my, um, <laughs> you know, to, to my foundation. Um, right. we, we will have a link. We will have a link in it. It, uh, to my chief of staff in the show notes, the right, name of my yes. foundation is yes. okay. Send Mi- send Michael to the Mickey Mouse Suite at the Disneyland Hotel mm. Foundation. Nice.
2: Okay, best Mixler name ever, Popcorn Yeti. Nice. Best Mixler
1: name mm. ever. Uh, so but Michael only buttons. cares if they donate oh, to the
0: Send right, Michael to right, the
3: Mickey right.
1: Suite at the Disneyland Hotel
0: uh,
3: Foundation. Foundation. I- <laughs>
2: Foundation,
0: I'm so it's a
1: sorry. 501c3, whatever. <laughs> Does the bowling foundation come with <laughs> pins?
2: Oh, <laughs> See, I got this. See what I did. <laughs>
0: oh, my goodness, okay. What were you going to say, Tony?
4: Who um, knows?
0: Okay. I know this
4: is really lost. No, because you're talking about the best name ever. It's not the best. I'm proud of it, and I don't know if anybody who understands football gets it, but you know what I mean? There's a Diz Unplugged Fantasy Football. Right, so right. Be aware yes. of that? Yeah, so I'm way down, Whatever. But, because, you know, it's Disneyland and my I'm from saying, you know, I like the Chargers, our quarterback saying Philip Rivers. My team name was Philip Rivers of nice,
0: America. Nice, Nice, nice. <laughs> and
4: I put a little picture of of the Mark Twain with a little with his little jersey hanging <laughs> up at the top. So
0: that was my thing. <laughs> All right. My two loves together. There you go. Um I'll also catch the rest of our Dis Unplugged Family of podcasts. Every Monday, the Dreams Unlimited Travel Show. Tuesdays is the Disney World Edition, um, live at 10 a.m. Pacific. Thursdays is the Universal Edition, also live at 10 a.m. Pacific. And Fridays-ish is Dispop, Pop, everything in Disney pop culture. And then, of course, every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific is The Daily Fix, your three- to four-minute look at the day's Disney news. Um, speaking of... Shows and promoting them, we were all excited this week when magically <clears throat> some T-shirts appeared.
2: Yes.
0: So if you want, I will put a link in the show notes page. If you want a your very own Dis Unplugged Disneyland Edition T-shirt, they are now available at on uh, T So. Yeah, TPR, that's the name. So I'll I'll put a link in the show notes. There's links on our Facebook page all over the place. So we now have pretty green t-shirts.
3: I ordered mine. Me too.
2: I need to order mine.
3: (laughs) I want a hat.
1: Of course Tony wants a hat.
3: And I'm all over the nation.
0: I would wear it in every airport. Right? Obviously. No, uh, yeah, I would. I would wear the hat too. I'd probably. This is them. the
1: first that I've heard that you want a hat Tony. I'm surprised.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? That's not true. That's <laughs> I really want a hat. Oh my goodness! I
1: want a floppy
0: hat. A floppy, floppy hat. hat? Oh yeah, like. he, he only likes floppy hats. Uh, all right. Let's see where to, where to start, Mary Jo. You want to talk about? Let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about Not Scary Farm. You want to do that?
1: It's going to be good this year. Oh my gosh! Mar-
0: Mar- you like to be scared? Mary Joe and I got to go year. to the the every year they do this big announcement. Um, they invite the media, but they also invite any uh nuts annual pass holders or season pass holders that want to come. Free tickets. Uh, they do this in the uh Charles M Schultz Theater, which is their their ice show theater. Um, and it's a major production. I mean. They have some of their, where they, what are they called? Characters or you know, their, their scare zone characters come mm-hmm. out into the crowd. Um, they have their, uh, some of the, the the producers or the designers of the mazes uh, talk about each one, and it's really really cool. And the the thing is, they are, they are so into it. They're so proud of of what they do. You, you can you can just feel it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with you. So there are, let's see, looking at my notes, 13 attractions, but that's that's including the Scare Zones. They have a couple shows. Um, Elvira is back. So Elvira's- And she looks good. <laughs> she's had some work done. Uh, she had medicine. to have had some work done. Um, Elvira's Dance macabre will be at the Charles M. Schultz Theater every night during um, Not Scary Farm. And then, what's the theme of the hanging this year, Mary Jo?
1: Okay, so for for those of us who are um, Disney fans, mm-hmm. it it kind of spoke to both uh, Tom well, and I, Well, let's I see. Tom let's tell
0: me. them what the hanging is. This is the show that's in in the is a Calico Court or Calico Square or something like that.
1: Yeah, Calico Square. Yeah,
0: and it and it's it's basically a takeoff of everything in pop culture for the year, and it, and it and they end up hanging some popular celebrity or something right in effigy
1: yeah one year I'll was wiley cyrus yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: it depends is is this a new no movie? every year they do no. this
4: oh, okay because i was wondering if this was uh like because you know we lost the genie if this is the best second <laughs> well, yeah no oh, no. I, no this I is, is every been going year.
1: to this yeah. since i was back in 79 so this year hanging, always had the
0: hanging the hanging colon go ahead
1: Is colon?
0: Yeah. Well, is uh, no. Okay. Finding gory. Finding gory.
1: With it in the shape of a fish.
0: Just keep just
1: just (laughs) keep
0: killing. Just keep killing. killing,
1: (laughs) killing. That's that's the theme. That's the
0: theme. So, So. um...
1: Not that they're going
0: after Disney or anything like (laughs) that. No, gosh, no. Oh, okay. So what's what's the what's the one one maze? The Dead of Winter, Windingo's Revenge, featuring the Ice Queen. Um, Yeah, no, they're not going after Disney. Um, So this year, uh, some some fun changes. Uh, Every year they have these skeleton key rooms, and these are you you pay extra for the skeleton key, and these are like extra rooms that are added on to a few of the mazes. Well, this year, in, in addition, they have four extra standalone rooms for people that, that purchase the skeleton key. And some of these sound exciting.
1: Yeah, they're interactive. I right. think, Michael, didn't you do one in I, your. I
3: did. I, I really enjoyed them. I thought they were great. And you got to the front of the line.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, that too. And one of mm. them is themed after, it's called Slasher, and it's themed after all the like, all the cool 1980s. Horror films. Uh, one is called Zozo, and it's themed after a uh, well, Ouija board.
1: That one was creepy. That one, was that one, creepy. one I was creepy. telling yeah. Tom I would I, I wouldn't go to that one.
0: Um, and then there's one that's called Prey, and and I guess you carry like this this lantern that they can control when it's lit and when it's not lit, and like creatures come out and. <sighs> Anyway, um, what else do we want to talk about? Oh, Black Ops. So they do this thing that I, I'm sure kids would love because it's, it's basically laser tag, except it's scary laser tag because you're, you're fighting against zombies. Um, and they've done this for the last two or three years. Normally they do it in Camp Snoopy, which is just wrong. Um, but this year they're moving it backstage so they can control everything now. Um it's called Black Ops Infected. And you just get in line, you go in, they give you a, a big ugly gun and you shoot zombies for however long. Uh, yeah,
1: what's kind of, what's cool about this is in the in the past they had to make it family friendly friendly during the day and then change it again yeah, at night time. Right. And now because they're backstage they have a blank slate to start right. with. So it's gonna be it's it you won't be able to anticipate what you've done in the years past. Right. So it's Almost a new experience.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other new uh, mazes that sounds cool is called Shadowlands. And this is the ones that the one that's themed to samurais. Yeah,
1: that's a new one.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that one that one looks kind of fun. Let me let me go through some of the ones that um, that are returning. Of course, Dead of Winter that I talked about the the Snow Queen, uh, Paranormal Ink, which is like a Ghostbusters type thing, uh, Trick or Treat where you're you're going door to door, I guess, looking for candy, and you meet the. That one was the, the Green also. Witch. Um, the Gunslinger's yeah. Grave, The a, a, a Blood Moon Rises, which is a Western theme, but also interspersed with werewolves. And then, of course, the classic, The Tooth Fairy.
1: <laughs> that one <Ooh>. was gruesome. <laughs> yeah, well, the Tooth, Tooth fairy-, fairy and
0: The Dentist, uh, and yeah, no. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah,
1: it's not a very nice tooth. No, not very
0: nice at all. <laughs> so anyway, it's it's going to be a fun time, and I think I'm. I, if if it works out, I'm going to go this year. I've I've gone to the the announcement like for the last oh four or five years, but I've never actually been to Not Scary Farm. So
3: so you need to go. I need you to
1: go. You're missing one though. Uh,
0: the swamp. The uh, which oh, that's the hollow.
1: Is that the one? Yeah. That's, the, they... that's the
0: new scare zone that's going to be in the front of the park, into Camp Snoopy and and stuff like that. So.
1: And you're going to be walking in a swamp over <laughs> bridges. There's going to be water. They say a whole ecosystem yeah, that yep. that kind of eats stuff.
0: You. Yeah.
3: yeah. Okay. Oh, so that's like the um, the water in Rio.
0: Yes, exactly. Hmm. Uh, tickets are forty two forty. Tickets are on sale now. They're forty to fifty two dollars depending on the night. Um, when you purchase them online, if you purchase them in at the door, do not purchase them at the door. They're like seventy-two dollars, so don't purchase them at the door. Get them online. Uh, and
1: annual pass holders get an additional
0: five dollars. Yep, off, exactly. So. And but you can also purchase a, a season pass, where you can go every single night of, haunt of of scary farm, and that's like eighty-five dollars for regular folks and 75 for pass holders, so.
1: That's actually a pretty good deal. T- yeah, could you go you a couple of times? Of yeah, them.
0: yeah. Um, that's Scary Farm begins September 22nd, um Sunday through Thursday night starting at 7pm, going till 1 or 2am, depending on the day of the week. There's uh, a
1: couple of other tickets, Tom.
0: Oh, yeah, go ahead. There's the-, the
1: admission Fright Lane, that one's 100 well, it starts at $110. Right, there's, yeah, there's
0: but- yeah, all kinds of others, yeah. This, well, the the skeleton keys, the, the
1: right that gives you uh, that gives you unlimited priority access. Uh-huh. Before they gave you priority access, I think to each one. Right. This is unlimited yeah. priority access to all the mazes, and then a one time access to each of the four skeleton key rooms. So that's going to be a good bargain, yeah. especially for those who like to go um, to the interactive rooms, and then for those of us who've been there before and had the the. Bo- the buffet
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, with plus early entry. That's where you get to eat with the monsters before you go into the park, and then that's an additional uh, twenty seven ninety nine for we that. Ate,
0: I've done that we with ate, my friends. We, we ate with the monsters.
1: We did eat with the monsters. Creepy, <laughs> creepy monsters and creepy servers. Uh, you know,
0: and it's really weird because it, uh, I, the monsters they look like it's the same people every year. Which it probably is. It's probably, you know, somebody in the, in the office that they put makeup on and, yeah. But, you know, like the, the one that wears the sombrero, I'm, I'm like, I swear that's the same guy that's there every year.
1: And the Yorana?
0: Yes. Was, well, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's the same character. I don't think she's but, really
1: the Yorana. She's a bride, but I've seen yeah. her several years. I really like the monster.
0: No, I'm talking about the actual act. The actual actor. <laughs>
1: it probably is. Yeah. Um but do you think the that monkey, that ape man? Oh, I don't know. I don't, don't remember. I don't remember him. He looks like a like a cartoon goon. Yeah. He, he was uh, pretty well done.
0: All right. But
1: I'm sure they do this year after yeah. year. Yeah. It must be a kick for them yes. to Scare people.
0: Yeah. Uh, speaking of not scaring people, huh? bad segue. Hall- uh, Mickey's Halloween party. <laughs> um, <laughs> Make sure you're checking the disboards there's a great uh, super thread over there but there's already two nights sold out and it's not the nights I expected. Mm. Yeah, um, so October 21st is sold out which is a Friday and October 29th which I think is a Saturday are before Halloween, Friday, yeah. before Halloween are sold out. Um, Usually, Halloween night sells out fairly quickly. Usually, the Friday of Gay Days weekend sells out quickly. So, I'm I'm surprised that uh, those two days are sold out. So, if you are if you want to go to Mickey's Halloween party, now would be the time to purchase your tickets.
1: I highly recommend that.
0: I highly recommend that. Michael, have you seen the new the the um? The Beauty and the Beast show at um, Royal Theaters since it returned.
3: No, I haven't. Okay, is it different? I think so. In what way?
0: Didn't it used to have a animatronic Lumiere?
3: Um. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I think it did.
0: Or a puppet Lumiere, or something?
3: yeah, something yes. like that. Yes, yeah, definitely. It's, it's not there. How, how? So they don't? They just skip over Lumiere?
0: Well, no. The the one of the actors. Plays Lumiere, Cog- Cogsworth, and Mrs. Potts. Oh, okay. Alternatively. Yeah, I thought they. Wearing did different that hats. One. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's it's a little different. So, if you haven't seen that, definitely check it out. Yeah, I will. Um. All right. Any housekeeping? I've got a couple other things, but I can mm-hmm. wait.
3: I I have a couple. Go ahead, Michael. So, well, one of the things I noticed last week when I was doing my Frozen tour was uh the um. Have you, any of you noticed the new Disneyland cast member greeting for guests? Um, I, if they've been doing this a while, I've not picked up on it. Where they now call you friend. Oh. No. Yeah. It, it, ha- at first I thought it was like just one person, but it happened several times over the weekend when we were there. Hello, friends. <laughs> Hi, friend. That's like that's like elementary school. I don't like it because I, I have a very, I have a very narrow definition of friends. <laughs> so I'm not like some people where, you know, you get the chatting with someone in the grocery store line about how firm and succulent their kumquats look. <laughs> and then suddenly you're friends. Um, I mean, I have to really know somebody for years and all this stuff before I regard them as a friend. So I don't know. I, I find it, I'm offended by it. To be What well, would you like honest. them to call you? Sir. <laughs> or <Okay>. hello. <laughs> or something like that. But they I, I don't like this friends thing. So I, I, I wanted to say I don't know you. <laughs> I don't well, know. I mean, prince,
0: princess, uh how are you folks doing or yeah, I mean yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah th- I think that's what they used to say. Hey folks, or something yeah. like that. And so anyway. So just I uh, I just that, that was my, that was my comment on it. I think it didn't bother Carol. So, <laughs> <laughs> as much as it bothered me. But anyway, but, uh, but oh, I did see, uh, the, as I mentioned last week, uh, Carol and I saw, um, Disney's Hunchback of Notre Dame and uh, I, I have a little review of it. If this, if, is this the time sure. I should do it? Sure. Okay. Uh, last week, I said it was the North American um, premiere. That I caught that in one of their early, early, early ads. And then they since replaced it with Northern Californian premiere. And then they did cite all the other places in the country it had played at. In their ad, so and thank you to all of you who wrote and um, mentioned that to me as well uh, anyway, so just to let you know uh, Carol and I saw um Disney the Northern California premiere of Disney's The Hunchback of Notre Dame last night, and it is a just a little background it's a musical based on the nineteen ninety six Disney film of the same name, which in turn was inspired by the eighteen thirty one Victor Hugo novel of the same name um the musical premiered in 1999 in berlin and it was, uh, the, it was produced by Walt Disney Theatrical and it was the company's first musical to premiere outside the United States. And it ran for three years, becoming one of Berlin's longest running musicals. The English language version of The Hunchback opened down there in La Jolla in San Diego, Tony, your neck of the woods, um, in yes. October 2014 and, and, um, ran for a couple of months. And then it went on to the Paper Mill Playhouse in New Jersey and it closed on April 5th, 2015, after it was announced that the show would not move to Broadway. Now, the musical is a darker, more gothic adaptation of the film, and it's based more on the novel than the film. Um, the gargoyles comedy in the musical is completely gone. Um, they sing, wow. uh, they sing, um, many, many more songs. And they are also firmly established as figments of Quasimodo's imagination. And through their songs, they articulate Quasimodo's thoughts and motivations uh, like a Greek chorus. Um, Frollo's past is expanded to include the fact that he was a priest, which was uh, an element of the original novel. And also that Quasimodo is actually Frollo's nephew, which makes Frollo's treatment of Quasimodo even more crueler. Um, Esmeralda's... Okay, for those of you who do not like spoilers, um, just go ahead. If you're in Mixler, turn it off for just a moment or something, <laughs> uh, or walk into the next room uh, for about 30 seconds, speed ahead, if you're listening on Monday. Um, okay, spoiler. Esmeralda's death is also retained, In this and Quasimodo kills Frollo by throwing him off the parapet, as opposed to the film version in which Frollo merely loses his balance and falls. Um, Okay, you can all come on back now.
1: So, uh, well, before they come back, Michael, (laughs) in the old black and white movie, didn't Quasimodo throw him over the parapet also?
3: Right. This, This is very close to some of the early film versions as well but is different from some of the earlier stage versions of this. And I'll, I'll get into that in a moment. Um, the, the music and songs are rich and the performers and chorus tell the story almost entirely through music. Uh, the music from the Disney animated film is included, although some of the lyrics are rewritten. Um, for example, the bells of Notre Dame have been rewritten to include Frollo's past as a priest, as well as his relationship with Jehan, who's his brother, um, before becoming the cathedral's archdeacon. However, some of the musical's most memorable and moving songs were written for the stage, including The Tavern Song, a uh, Rhythm of the Tambourine, Flight into Egypt, and In a Place of Miracles, Uh, Also, uh, uh, there's another song, um, Rest and Recreation, that makes it very, very clear that um, Phoebus, uh, when he goes to rest and recreation, is actually visiting prostitutes and getting drunk. Um, But it's a great song. Um, In the novel, um, Quasimodo was made deaf by the loud ringing of the bells. Um Earlier actors spoke with a slur and used a sign language-based form of communication that they sort of made up. But in Sacramento's Music Circus production, they featured a deaf actor in the role of Quasimodo. And if you go onto my Facebook page, I have uh, an interview posted with the actor by one of our local news stations and the actor's John McGinty and he spoke his lines and John Hogan provided the singing voice of Quasimodo as one of the statues of Notre Dame. And, you know, together these actors gave this role a dynamic and power uh, that the whole stage production rested upon. Um, I can't imagine any performance of this musical with a hearing actor um. John McGinty also brought out all the depths of Quasimodo's emotions, his pain, loneliness, anguish, love, curiosity, confusion, and grief, physically through his acting. Um, and, and in the opening scene, all the actors transform into their characters. And John McGinty's uh, transformation from a handsome young man, the actor, into a deformed Quasimodo is very convincing. Um, every actor in this production was superb, and, and the voices of the chorus were, were melodic, um, powerful, that, that's just a word I'll keep using over again, and haunting. And they created the atmosphere for each scene with their voices. Um, the singers also incorporated sign language into their songs when they served as Quasimodo's Greek chorus, and this added a whole another layer of visual beauty. Um into their song i mean it was it was as if their hands were um like like a a, a, da- a or like adding ballet to the music um the lushness of the music, the depth of emotion, the love story the antagonists make the hunchback of Notre dame one of the most powerful and beautiful musical productions I have ever seen. that being said, this stage production is definitely. PG-13 and not for children. Um besides the themes of religious extremism, deformity, sexual repression, ethnic persecution and genocide, the ending from the previous versions of this production were changed. There are no happy endings for anyone in this version. Um despite the incredible acting, the beautiful score and libretto, um, the darkness of the story will most probably prevent this from achieving the popularity of other Disney stage musicals, which, which is a shame. Um, I have many friends who will never miss an opportunity to see Wicked or La Mis or Phantom of the Opera when they roll into town. And there's never been a musical for me that is a must-be-seen until now. Um, I hope to never miss an opportunity to see Disney's Hunchback of Notre Dame. Uh, a couple of years ago, a new book of the Little Mermaid stage musical was introduced at Sacramento's music circus before it embarked on a nationwide tour. And my hope is that hunchback will do the same. So more audiences can experience it. I mean, there's no real reason why this couldn't be their phantom of the opera. Um, the good news is um, our dissers in the Los Angeles area will be able to experience The Hunchback of Notre Dame at the La Mirada Theater for the Performing Arts from September 16th through October 9th, 2016. What's even better is John McGinty will be reprising his role as Quasimodo. Um, nice. I, I cannot recommend this musical highly enough. If you're able to see it, get your tickets now. Um,
1: Where is it going to be playing,
3: Michael? The La Mirada um, Theater. In La
1: Mirada, okay.
3: Um, for the performing arts. Um, we will have a link to the theater in our show notes. And if you know someone with a hearing impairment or other physical challenge, take them with you so they can see John McGinty's performance. Uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame is, um, being performed in other regional theaters around the country. So, so keep an eye out for it and don't miss the opportunity to see this. It is. So just
1: mm-hmm. tickets are 40, um, $40.50 to $70 for orchestra and only $14 to 55 for, for balcony in La Mirada.
3: Yeah. This, this is, and it's absolutely worth it. And, uh, I mean, it's several hours long, um, with a 20 minute intermission. I think it was about two and a half hours. So, um, and, but again, this young, this young actor's performance was, you know, it just shows that if you want to do something, you can overcome anything. He wanted to be an actor, you know, and, and he did it. And years ago, I took my daughter to see, uh, the the musical um the big river which is a musical of huckleberry finn Mm -hmm. and it was all it was by a theater group where everyone was hearing impaired it was completely done in sign language because she was that was her second language she took in high school was sign so that was one of their assignments was to see a production in sign and it was magnificent and um this is equally so but just this is this is perfection. It has a dark tone, and that's what's going against it. But everything about it is is just top notch. Very cool.
0: All right. Um, couple other things I had. Um, I. Th- it looks like they are already starting to take away some of the diamonds, or selling the diamonds, or something. Uh, because the. Diamond D that was on top of the above the fireplace at the Grand is already gone.
3: Does John Stamos have
0: it? He probably does. I was lo- I was looking <laughs> on eBay, but I couldn't find it. Um, also, uh, I've seen this on on online. They have uh, temporarily, at least, expanded the patio area for Naples Restaurant um, into the area that's. In for, basically in front of the front doors to it. So they've added another, um, I don't know, maybe eight eight tables. Mary Jo, did you?
1: Yeah, Something it's like a, that? It's, yeah, it's, it's a decent sized patio though yeah. in front of the... And then I was looking over when I was there the other day yeah. and it even extends a little bit over into the Napolini site. So I don't know if that's Napolini that's also coming out okay. or if it's part of Naples. Okay. But, um, you know, between Napolini and Naples, they've got like a little the say entrance way right. and that's where you can re- the um you can make a reservation yeah. if you haven't had one or check yeah. in and then i was looking at it cuz the way they did it it's um a natural that natural cement right they use the with yeah. the with the plants and then they put some um big macetas, what is that in English? Like planters, planters. with plants yeah. in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they put they put those that make a natural screen. But it looks like it's been there forever yeah. the way they did yeah. it. But they didn't they didn't if they had to get if they had to move it away or, or remove it, they could do it with no yeah. problem. So I think it's very clever the way they did yeah. that.
0: Um wanna say hello to a couple of that I ran into. Pete that I ran into in Disneyland. He, Saw me walking by and said, hey, are you Tom? I'm like, yes, okay. Do I owe you money? Um, And then Mary Jo and I... <laughs> Did he say yes? You know, yeah. Right. And then Mary Jo and I hung out with Kyle for a little bit at California Adventure on Friday? Friday, yeah. Um yeah, on
1: Friday. That was really fun. So we,
0: we have a video that is going to go up on YouTube of our lunch. And then there's a live... uh, or I think there's a live video on our Facebook page of us trying the that mango... Um, sorbet bar at Claribel's, Oh my god! <clears throat> so, <good. laughs> so good.
1: Wait, what funny it t- yeah. was funny about that was what's that, Nancy? Oh no, I was just saying you finally got a chance to taste. Yeah. it. Yeah. What, what was funny is that Tom and Kyle were both going, thinking, "We don't oh, like mango. You know, <laughs> mango." We don't like mango. They were, but they said, "Well, let's just taste it," and, uh, and we were all fighting for that last bite. <laughs> <laughs> we were. We were that it's that so whole good. thing got it. Was eaten, yeah. So I, uh, do you, you would recommend it? Right oh
0: yeah, down? oh yeah. It's uh, refreshing and refreshing, good and spicy, and yeah, just like me.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Any other housekeeping? Oh, oh no, I, I know what I was going to say. Kyle's going out to Alaska with me.
2: Oh, fun! Yeah.
0: So if you want to go to Alaska with me, um, I'm going on the Disney Wonder July 24th of 2017 to celebrate my 50th birthday. We're on the nine-night uh, cruise to Alaska. So if you want to go uh, with me, I'll book that through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Um, if you want to go with Michael, he's going to be on the Explorer of the Seas on July 28th, right?
3: Uh, so far, we're signed up for it. Okay.
0: or But also with... Um, Pete, uh, with John and Kevin from the, the Orlando show are, are going on that, and a, a lot of Diz friends. So, there are two options next July for Alaska. And if you want
4: to join me driving from Sioux Falls, South right. Dakota to Omaha on Monday. Yeah, there you go. I've nice. done that,
2: nice. <laughs> I mean, that drive. It's not too bad.
3: Just stand at the side of the All road right, and thumbing come, it. Yeah, yeah, I'll see yeah. you. Any other housekeeping? Hey, did anybody watch the live stream of the Main Street Electrical Parade from Disney World before uh-uh. it like rolled out the gate Mm-mm. and started on yeah, its oops. way? Cross country, yeah. I wa- I watched it. I, Did I sure it just keep hope-
2: going out the front? Yeah, that's it. what
3: I expected it to do. I you know get right on the on the boat and just head out. Um, I sure, sure hope they they put in the rest of the floats that we gave them before they uh, <laughs> send it back.
1: Right. So,
3: <laughs> so anyway, it seemed a little skimpy to me.
0: <laughs> uh, I will be in the parks on. September 5th, which is the last night of Disneyland forever, and um, the last of scheduled night of uh, Paint the Night. I'm going to try to uh, Facebook Live those. Um, I probably won't do it on the Disneyland pa- the Disneyland edition page. I'll probably do it on the main DisUnplugged page. So if you haven't clicked Like on the Dis Unplugged Facebook page, make sure you do that. Uh, I was playing with Facebook Live this weekend on the Disneyland edition, but I think for that, because it's way more important than mango ice cream bars. Um, I'll probably do it on the regular Diz Unplugged page. Uh, So I'll Facebook those, live those on Monday, September 5th. So watch Mm -hmm. for that. Any other housekeeping?
2: I have
0: a
1: couple of quick ones,
2: but I'll let Nancy go first.
1: Thanks.
2: Okay, so... I was, you know, going through my Facebook this week, and I have to give credit to this for, um, Amy Leto. You know how we say, you know, you can buy stuff from Disneyland on the, on the Disney Parks shopping app? Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Well,
2: they have an interesting little, um, little habit they do on the Disney Parks shopping app. So, long story short, she says, Disney Shop Parks app holds fun, holds your funds when the purchase is made under My Merchandise Magic then does another charge when it ships under Shop Disney Parks. The original hold does not expire until five days later, and then the funds go back into your account. And there's no way to speed it up. There's no way to stop it. They basically are holding your money hostage. And this is a policy or a technique that cruise ships do. Um, some hotels do this.
4: Gas stations, gas
2: stations, mm-hmm. you name it. Um, so, just be advised if you buy things through the Disney Parks shopping app on your phone, this is their financial practice.
1: You know, they. Too bad that they don't advertise that because that's that could really mess somebody up who's using a debit card. Truly budgeting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I've I've been there. I, I still am sometimes. So.
0: What day is it? 28th? Oh, crap. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When's payday?
1: Yeah. Right.
2: So, so yeah, while they have a lot of amazing products and certainly anything you want from, I mean, w- even weird little crap, anything you want from like Disney World is on it. Lots of Disneyland things are on it. Um, but, but yeah, there's a lot of great stuff on it, but it, definitely that's something that would make me reconsider. So that is a a good bit to share with folks because we have talked about that before, you know, saying Mm -hmm. buy things off, you know, you can get things here, you can get things there.
0: In the chat room earlier, Tony, that we we missed this. Um, I know you're not watching chat, but somebody suggested that for that we need t-shirts that say global hygiene revolution.
3: Oh yes. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. With that me and t- with awesome. me and Tony. Right.
0: Yes. On yeah. It. yeah.
1: That'd be cute with both of your heads with Mickey ears nice. and then the name of your yeah. your band.
4: I was hoping more for a Holland & kind yeah. of thing but Somebody
2: was suggesting some of Tony's quotes too. I'm sure Fresh would yeah, be one. You <laughs> Although you have
4: yeah, not On the back, that could be our album. <laughs> That's the
0: name of their album. The, the, that the would fre- be cool with the, all of our the quotes fresh, on there, fresh right? Tour. The fr- right? Fresh. Yeah, Bob Guacamole I was a song. Fresh, mm-hmm.
2: Well, you know, they uh, the Diz does have one on um, on Tea Public that is a Disneyland specific one. We always forget Apple A-c-c- Bacon Whoopie Pie is a Disney is
1: a Disneyland
2: thing.
0: That's right. All right, what did you have, Mary Jo?
1: Okay, really quickly down my list. <sighs> I was, and when I was at California Adventure, I noticed that Flapper Mickey is now part of the Newsy show with Mickey Mouse. Kay. That was cool. I didn't know that. Flapper Mickey or Minnie? Um, Flapper Minnie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did I say yeah, Mickey? Flapper yeah. Minnie is part of the when, Newsy yeah, show they, with Mickey.
0: Yeah, they redid that for the 60th. With it, with, yeah. yeah.
3: it would be interesting uh, if it goes back.
1: Okay, I've seen the show several times. I must have just not watch the whole thing, but I thought it was really cool. Cool. Um, Tom alluded to it, but um, Sherry E., my co-moderator on the Disneyland board, has a fantastic super thread um, with with all kinds of information about Halloween. She's very thorough and diligent about updating the thread, so whether you go to the information, the official information on the Diz that um, Tom keeps updated, or Sherry's thread, you can get a lot of good information about halloween i highly recommend it um our friend the artist dave avancino is going to be at disneyland in the Disney Anna shop on september 10th and 11th where you can get some of his prints he tends to take um special prints or original um artwork plus prints down to the Disney Anna shop plus the stuff they yeah, have like there pr- prints so, that
0: they don't carry normally so special right. stuff yeah
1: and he'll autograph it for you. He's super nice. Um, I noticed. Speaking of Dave Avancino.
0: Di- yeah. Mary Jo got something gonna special. You weren't, you weren't going to talk about it?
1: Well, I, cause we're so short, short time, okay. but I finally got in the mail. My, my name in the Dave Avancino 3d art. So it's very cool. I'll take a picture of it and post it on Twitter. Um, so you guys can see it, but it's, um, I'm so happy with it. And then, and got the colors that I wanted and everything. So, thank you, Dave. I finally got it. And Disneyland, you had to sign for it. Um, and I missed it the first time. So, they had to send it out to my house again. And Disney Merchandise called me to make sure. So, we discussed what day I would be home, which was <laughs> last Friday, so that I could get it. So, kudos to them for working with me. Otherwise, you know, to send it back and forth. They, they did not charge me extra for sending it out to me again. So I I really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Uh, just, uh, notice that in the, uh, world of Disney, that they had, uh, t-shirts with Disneyland electrical parade already. Oh, really Mickey. Yep. They had Mickey. The t-shirts are black and had Mickey and had Minnie and Minnie had, you know how they have the little turtle that goes around. Mm -hmm. So she had the turtle behind her and Mickey had the big drum behind him. Um, and they also have glow in the dark uh, of Mickey and the Castle, which are really cool. That like, it's not quite electrical light, um, the electrical parade, but it's um, very. It's kind of themed like it, which I really like. And a bunch of Halloween merchandise
0: in the world of Disney already. Yeah, there's Halloween merchandise all over the place already, which is yeah.
1: yeah. It, so they're getting again, ready. Halloween is, oh, is September
0: starting in two weeks. September ninth. Yeah, September ninth. So yeah. Um, anything else in housekeeping it's, it's we've only gone for um, yeah what 40, 40 minutes anyway um,
1: <laughs> well there's like there's a lot well, to talk about there is a lot to so talk about and
0: news there is a couple important quick quick but important news stories Tony oh hey
4: we're so I'm still yes, on the show. hey how are wow. you good to talk to you okay well I can give you some the most important one okay yes is that, and it was reported by ta, ta, yeah, 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 Tom, 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 Bay? Yes. Oh, Bell. Yes. Tom Bell. Sorry, I was going for the guacamole thing. Tom Bell <laughs> reported this one. So I got to give credit where credit's due. Somehow you were digging through files at the city hall, <laughs> yes. like the legitimate well, the, city I I got
0: pointed in the right direction, but yes.
4: Yes, but I can say, based on Tom's crack reporting, that at 1570 South Disneyland Boulevard unit 105 building building G unit 105 there's a tenant improvement for a new retail sprinkles cupcakes Ooh.
0: they spelled, are the ba- and,
4: spelled incorrectly yes you're right with a k e maybe that's what it is maybe it's, it's like, like a <laughs> crab with the k, yes. and as someone who's I always throw on traveling. I've had, I have had sprinkles and other cupcakes at other places. Sprinkles is by far the best. Oh, and they're going to have ice cream. If they have ice cream, okay. So I had to tell everybody we discovered the greatest thing ever. I actually think they should be charging $15 for this. So I was in Houston or Dallas, one of the two places where there was a sprinkles and then the ice cream right next to it. You go to the ice cream, still same cupcakes. You can get basically a cupcake split in half with a big old scoop of ice cream in there. And it was like $8 The I, the the cupcake alone is worth 15, even though they only charge five. Yeah. It was the greatest thing ever. Uh, It's it's. what
3: makes sprinkles cupcakes. So special.
4: Okay. So I've had other like pricier cup. They're just so moist. And 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 I personally have my own opinion. I think they're better than any other cupcakes.
0: How is, how is this going to work when the cupcake kiosks have not worked?
4: Because Sprinkles is a known brand, that's I'd never like, heard if of you, it before. Okay, so if you go to like the Disney Newport Springs. Beach, yeah, if you go to Newport Beach, there's a line out the door. Um, the one at the one in Dallas and like they're a known brand. They
1: also have it at the Grove.
4: Yeah, they're in like yeah, and they're that good. They're so much better than the other cupcakes. Like it's not even close. Like Sprinkles is a known brand, and considering they're even if they only charge six dollars. I would pay six dollars for those cups I'd pay seven dollars for those cupcakes. They're that good. I love I love them. They're really tasty. Do you have a
0: favorite flavor? Red velvet. Okay.
4: Cause it's so moist. Oh, and then banana. I like banana. But um they're really, really, really good. And I don't have a financial relationship. I wish I did. But um
0: So we're we're assuming this is it the, the address is the old Quicksilver Roxy building. So we're assuming this is going in right next to um, Starbucks.
3: That's what I read. Yeah. So
0: coffee, coffee and donuts.
2: See, and I'm wondering if this is really going to be as much of a success because Sprinkles is kind of losing ground here in LA. They've, you know, they're not as horrendously popular, and every not everyone says Gaga over them. Cupcakes uh, have kind of moved on.
4: I no, you've got a point. Cupcakes aren't a big thing. I'm still Gaga over them. And my thing is okay, so they might be as popular in L.A., but L.A.'s is all trendy, yeah. It's all trendy. Where people are going now, to Disney. When, when, when it
0: opened, I remembered. Yeah, yeah, when it opened at Disney so, Springs at Walt Disney World, there were huge, huge, huge lines for this place. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and, right. and I talked to Rhino before before the show from the Orlando team, and he says there are still lines, but it's maybe a ten minute wait at this point. So it has died down yeah, well, in Orlando.
2: It's. Throughout the rest of the country, Sprinkles is like the legendary right. oh yeah. the the mecca of cupcakes. So all these people have been hearing about Sprinkles. And they'll tr- all they'll these try years, it once and then yeah. So they'll try yeah. it. Yeah. Now um, something um, Linda Andrews told me, um, she noticed that their shirts at Disney Springs say Sprinkles Cupcakes and Ice Cream.
4: That's what we just yeah yeah so. so- they have the ice cream, it's connected. A lot of them now have that. There's ice cream right next to it.
0: And I, and we don't know for sure what's gonna be here. I mean that's that's maybe they're gonna
2: the- start doing their own making their own ice cream in different oh. flavors and- you can They've never been do- have too no, much okay. ice
4: cream. So let me explain they do already do that. They already Hanson. do that. Okay. I was I- in Houston or Dallas and they have it they're like combined. They also okay. have which they need to have they have like the cupcake ATM machine as well. Right. But um no, so the ice cream, you can still get the same cupcakes. Oh, and they had cookies, too, because you don't – because you need enough sugar. Mm-hmm. So that – like, so – um but you can get the same cupcakes at both. And the ice cream was really, like – was the richest ice cream I'd ever had. So
0: – Better than Joe's Italian Ice? But
4: the interesting – it's That's different. what I was thinking. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a different thing. Yeah. It's rich. It's like Haagen-Dazs, but even richer. Wow. So – It'll be interesting to see if they allow the ice cream when Hagendoss is still there. Oh.
0: Yep. Interesting. So this will be exciting. Thank you, Tony. What else we got? Another. Uh, <laughs> that was busy. It's like Tom Bell I was, busy,
4: was yes. on fire. Okay, so and reporting to another Tom <laughs> Bell <laughs> story. <laughs> yeah. He somehow is getting people sending him stuff.
0: So oh, the by the way, the- by the, by the way, Tony Mark Eads from the O.C. Register says hi. Oh, really? No, I'm kidding.
4: Oh, I was joking. I was like, oh, what? No, Are we wait, I in trouble for no. reading his yeah, Mary articles?
0: And and I were talking, <laughs> chatting with him the other night. Oh, okay, anyway, God, sorry. Um,
1: he's our, so, he's my friend yeah,
0: now. Yeah, we're we're like this. Yeah. Um, so he the just rumors know it.
4: for some reason, and Your please friends. discuss <laughs> the rumors of an annual. <laughs> The rumors of an annual pass that is only good for Disney California Adventure is coming to Southern California Let me. Sorry, I have a little issues. My diet Mountain Dew. Um, <laughs> it appears that recent rumors are true. I know you're not going to edit it out, so whatever, yeah. everybody. <laughs> diet Mountain Dew, drink of champions. It appears that recent, you know, out in the South, you can get caffeine-free Diet Mountain Dew. What Why? is the point of that? The point. That's what I'm saying. That's anyway. like near beer. Why? Yeah. Okay, so it appears that the recent rumors are true and that an annual pass that is only good for DCA is coming to Southern California Costco stores. The Disney California Adventure Fun Pass will be sold for $329.99. Tom has a picture of the actual tag from Costco. Thank you to a listener. And include 12 months of admission on selected days. Three. I'm just kidding. Plus a 10% discount on food and merchandise and a collectible Disney pin. We don't know what the blackout days are. And it might be, maybe, this this reporter, Tom Bell, is speculating comparable to the current Deluxe Passport and has a similar food and merchandise discount and is good for 320 days of admission. So, hmm. Um, the
0: ru- what do you guys the, think about The this? rumor is it's going on sale uh, th- Thursday. Now, my question is why? <laughs> yes, thank you, why? Yeah, I, I,
3: I thought the same thing. Kay.
2: Because that place has more room to walk.
0: But w- okay, yeah, like, who would, who would want get to get, a get a one? Just for that? Yes.
2: Yeah. No, I'm why not saying not? why for
4: the people. I'm saying, why is this even being offered? The whole big, huge explosion of... Here's the new things, and this is what we're doing with passes, and we're charging people an arm and a leg, and we need to make the parks less crowded, and we can't have payment, but like, all this stuff. And then, uh you know what? We got to throw Like, all of a sudden, oh, this didn't work. We need to throw some other cheap stuff out. Like, I just, that's what I'm, I, that's my, what my why was. Does anybody have an answer for me?
0: Well, I mean, especially since they're, they're jacking up the prices, why are they offering something that costs less? When they try to just get rid of all yeah. that. Yeah, and eliminate the the some of the Southern California passes, and now they're adding another.
4: Yeah, so now they're kind of bringing them
0: back. Yeah. And yeah, you know, and and I I could see people buying it if uh, Mad Tea Party was still around, or Electronica or one of the the popular dance parties, because a lot of people would go to those, and and not any anything else. Um, and so a a DCA pass would have been something they. have that those people would have purchased, but now why? Yeah, yeah,
2: I don't. My kids love DCA almost more than Disneyland. But my but thing would is... you get
1: a pass for them, Nancy, and and not go to Disneyland? Mom, is it would it... it be worth it to your kids to do that? I don't know. We haven't reached the budget point where
2: that see might
0: be that worth it that castle
3: them. over there. You can't go there. Really, I, I mean, how could you be there and and? Never go to Disneyland.
1: Right. No, we don't want to see the fireworks.
2: I'm I'm sorry. Say that again? I said it's a thing. You know, it might be a thing for some people.
3: I I could see a a Disneyland-only annual pass. (laughs) For (laughs) $1,000.
4: Okay, so why are they doing... So forget about, like, the customers. Why is Why is is Disney doing it? They must... I see. Here's what I think. I think they're doing it because they under, they realize that what they did didn't work. Like, they need more money. They can't, maybe they got what they wanted and realized that that's not really what they wanted.
2: A similar theory to Universal's opening up those Southern California passes for 109.
4: You are still in Southern California. Like, that's who your customers are.
2: Well, okay, how about this? You've got all that construction going on in Disneyland. You don't want as many people in Disneyland Okay, that's past what you have already. You've got all these changes coming, but you've still got a year and a half to make it.
0: Two years to they're make it. They're getting ready to close so, down Tower of Terror right? next year. Um, I guess there's nothing else. do. Well, Tower right.
2: of Terror is going to go go down and back up again if we yeah, are already months, talking yeah. November preview. Yeah. So... It's not is, even going to be two months, and it'll be... No,
3: is it, the only thing I can think of is, is, is attendance below expectations for California? It always is, not it? Like, then maybe it's fallen so below, since they're saying theme park attendance has been dropping, that maybe it's fallen to the a level that they've got to do something to draw more people in. And they think this is going to do it.
0: <laughs> Good luck Unlike, with that,
3: okay. Unlike, you know, Walt, who said, if you want more people, you build quality attractions Mm -hmm. and they will come. And don't worry about how much it costs because you'll get the people in there and you'll make your money back. I read from the book of Walt.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I could. Are we supposed to stand? Okay.
4: Oh, yeah, that's. Unless Tom has any other breaking stories, mm, I think that's the news.
0: The horses are moving. Uh, Nope, that's the news. Thank you, Tony. All right, time for rapid fire. Some of these quoting Walt, Walt, Walt versus in the, in the chat room. Um, alright, time for rapid fire. I will go first because <laughs> I can. I just want to remind everybody that Gay Days is coming up soon. Uh, this year's event is September 30th to October 2nd. There are events going on all weekend, so check gaydaysanaheim.com for details. Here are some of the highlights. The Family Equality Council is hosting several family-friendly events this year in conjunction with, uh, with Gay Days, um, including a pool party and a separate, uh, pajama and ice cream party on Friday at the Anaheim Majestic Garden Hotel. They're hosting a, uh, Family Quality Council is also hosting a scavenger hunt on Saturday in Disneyland and a breakfast get together on Sunday at Tangaroa Terrace, plus a couple of other things. Uh, Friday's big event is called Wonderland, which is the private bash that's upstairs at the jazz kitchen. Uh, Saturday, of course, centers around Disneyland park. There's an 11 a.m. meetup at the Mark Twain. Uh, Of course, Mark Twain is not moving, so they'll just hang out there and wave. Uh, there are two lunch meetups, one for the ladies at Rancho del Zocolo, and another for bears and bear lovers, duh, at Hungry Bear, and a group photo at 2.30 in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle. Saturday is uh, DCA Day, but also Plunge, which is the annual pool party from noon to four at the Anaheim Majestic Garden Hotel. There are events going on all weekend at the Grand Californian as well, including conversations with actor Leslie Jordan and Broadway actor Alan Cumming and a panel with author, yes, a panel with author Jim Colucci focusing on the Golden Girls. Um, Again, check the website www.gaydaysanaheim.com for details, room discounts, t-shirts, pins, and tickets for these special events.
3: So that's do you think out. people are gonna do like cosplay of the golden girls?
0: <laughs> Wouldn't that be
3: hilarious?
1: <laughs> that would be that's actually pretty cool.
3: Yeah, I think that would be funny. Yeah, so pack, pack Rose.
0: Pack your red shirt and head to Gay Days. Alright, uh Mary Jo.
1: Okay, well last Friday after leaving Tom and Kyle, I was walking around California Adventure and I wandered into one of my favorite stores, which was off the page, and this time, you know, I, I typically walk past the cast members who are sketching over there, but, um, urged on by my closest Paris <laughs> friends <laughs> who said, go talk to, to the artist. And so I went over there and I met, um, cast member Brian. Um, who was doing a, a sketch of Chip and Dale with pencil and he was so nice that while he was working he chatted with me and I learned some things that they do over there which I thought would be really would be kind of cool to share with all of you so he'd be in there he had been there for 10 years and he was telling me that you can ask them they have a portfolio behind the artist so they have a stand with a book full of sketches and he said that you could ask them to do any of the sketches from the portfolio and then, um, they'll do them with one character. It's two colors. And for three characters or more, it's, it's, uh, three colors. And they do it all in pencil. It takes them a half hour to an hour to do them. And they'll add little sayings to it. Um, of course, it has to be appropriate, um, that you would like. And they make good, um, holiday or birthday gifts and different things like that. And so he was also telling me that, They come up with the sketches themselves and they send them off. They have to be approved. They can't just write anything. So if they have a character, let's say he was doing Chip and Dale, they have different poses that have been approved that they can do. So they have a little bit of leeway, but not too much to do. And Pixar, they have to, he said that the, because of the copyrights, that it's a little bit harder to get permission for some of the sketches that they have for Pixar. And for Nightmare Before Christmas, um, sketches they have to send those to Tim Burton himself and he approves them before they can draw them themselves so there's it's kind of a, a big process for them to get these done and so he was showing me the sketches that he was doing just like he's he has one of Yensid that he's going to send off for approval and once they the sketches are approved which could take up to a few months depending how busy the director is and the approvals that they have to get um then, once they're approved, they put them in the portfolio and it becomes a template for whichever anim- um, sketch artist is there that can do. So it's not just, it doesn't matter who's there, they can do all of them. So he was, I asked him which sketch was, or which character was the most popular. And so, what do you, who do you guys think is the most popular right now?
3: Stitch. Oh, wow. oh yeah.
1: No, it's Stitch. Really? Oh, okay. Yep, it's Stitch, and it's and see, it's I have my
3: pulse on the um, right on <laughs> yeah, the Disney do. guests. <laughs>
1: and you
2: have your he pulse said, on my well, on my nine year old.
1: <laughs> She's
2: so. <laughs> I
3: have my finger on the pulse, let's just say.
1: So, it, and it could be that um, Olaf is very popular, also, and some of the, of course, the Frozen are. But what's happened is for 2016. They're featuring Stitch in different seasons. So they have a spring, summer, autumn, and winter. The winter one is out for approval right now. So they have Stitch in different. So the spring one was kind of with little ducklings. You know that scene where he's Mm -hmm. walking around saying, I'm lost? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's got the ducklings around him. And summer, he's on a surfboard. And so you have the appropriate colors that go with it. Um, It was just really interesting watching him do the sketch and he was focused on what he was doing the entire time yet he was talking to me and took time out to show me some of the sketches um sketches S-
0: stitches sketches that they had st- yeah
1: the stitches sketches so,
3: so Mary jo, i asked him, you know you know how they have the secret like drink menus in the lounges do they have their secret portfolios
1: that i'll ask him that next time i go oh, good what what i thought was interesting was i asked him what was the most interesting um request and he told me that somebody asked him for the umbrella in mary poppins so they're actually they're going to sketch it out and send it for approval because they don't have it in their portfolio and then he said another one on on friday a lady had asked him to do one of gus gus and cinderella but in the outfit that he's wearing when she gets married Aww. Not in the regular outfit that he has in the animated feet, you know, during the, yeah. the the movie. So it's pretty cool. And then I asked him if there, he, he's ever been asked to do proposals. And he said yes. And those are fun to do. And then, you know how off the page when you go past it towards the animation station, they've got that. And they live happily ever after.
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Um On the wall. He says that sometimes they'll get the sketch with his writing with the sketch on it and the saying and then they'll go take a picture by that wall so there's just so many cool cool things and he was just really really interesting and I'll just give you some of the prices oh just so you know this if you just get the sketch by itself it does come matted it has a white mat and they're 11 by 14 so for one character it starts off at 45 dollars Two characters is $65, and it goes up to seven characters for $140 for the sketches. And then the frames, if you want to buy a frame, if, you know, you can get your own because 11 by 14 are kind of standard yeah. sizes. But if you want to get a frame at Disneyland, they're 40 bucks, and they have them in black, cherry, wood, and gold if you want them. They have so, them at
0: Walmart for four ninety-nine.
1: You know, <laughs> it, it's all... I, I just think it's a, it's so cool because sometimes when we go to, I think this is an affordable, personalized gift that you can get at the parks when you're there. You know, so I thought it was, it was really cool. They don't do live action, like they won't do Mary Poppins, um, but they do have the princesses and they have the cartoon characters. And he, I asked him what he, his favorite drawings were, and he said, the characters like mickey mouse and minnie mouse because they have them in different activities, different clothes and he said it's really fun to sketch them out. So, I I recommend um going over there. They're going to have their sketches for and Michael, you were talking about the the uh, secret menu. Well, they have sketches for Halloween and Christmas, you know, the holidays. So, I'm pretty sure if you ask them, they'll pull those out and show you what they can give
0: you. So, how many how many different those. places are there now? There's there's off the page, there's Diziana. is there one at World of Disney.
1: I think Wonderground also has yes. it, but it's a little bit more edgier yeah. than than the ones that they have. You know, like I said, they it has to be
2: approved
3: right.
1: sketches, even though they have some leeway. But still, he they do it for you right there live, and he. Sh- so I I was there while he was doing Chippendale, then I walked away, and I came back later on to thank him for taking the time to talk to me because I kind of ambushed him. You know, he's in the middle of work and I'm like, hi, you're on Periscope, you know, and talk to me and all our friends. Um, and he was very nice about it. And then he goes, Oh, you want to see the sketch that I finished? He was so nice. And it was so well done. Um, it was, it was really, really well done. And then they put it in a plastic sleeve to, to protect it. So I, I do, um, it's just something that I, and for Halloween, I'm thinking that I'm going to go over there. And then I asked him if he, because they do do two characters. And I asked if he had any of Peter Pan and Tinker Bell, and he said, "Well, not really, because Tinker Bell is so small that to have Peter Next Pan to, yeah. with Tink, you, you, yeah, it would be too small." And I was like, "Okay, that makes sense." So it's kind of cool that they they have those rules that they, keep, the, you know, they're will not. Will they gonna... put
0: unrelated characters together?
1: I didn't ask him that. Uh, well, I imagine when they have the seven characters, unless they're going right. to do all the princesses yeah. or. Or something like that. And I didn't look through the portfolio. That'll be something that I, when I go back, I'll, I'll take a look at when I'm ready to spend more money. But um, I, I really enjoyed my time there. I really thought that that was a really nice find. Because Nat, I think Nancy and I were talking about personal, you know, with the merchandise at Disneyland, what are some of the things that you could get. And this is just some, this is just something else that you can get, um, that's personalized with a, you could do, have a message. that says, Merry Christmas. Will you marry me? Um, I love Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition. Mm -hmm. You know, anything like that would be, would be really good. And here's here's a, here's a job
0: for the folks listening live on Mixler. Tell me which two characters should never be drawn together. Okay, go ahead, Marjo. Just for fun.
1: (laughs) So, um, and then as I w- as I was walking around and periscoping just for the for the heck of it, I, w- I walked outside the animation station and there was an, um, you know, the animation studio where they teach you to draw. Right. One mm-hmm. of the animators was or the artist was out there because another artist was inside. And so he he just wanted to draw pictures out there in front of the animation station and talk to people. And he had kind of a, a little bit of a ribald, ribald uh, sense of humor. Which is kind of like non Disney, but oh my gosh, he had me in stitches. He was so funny. So he told a joke. Uh, he asked a riddle, I'm sorry. So I'm going to ask you guys really quickly before this is part of my rapid fire. What kind of cheese does Snow White like?
0: No,
1: no guesses? <laughs> Cottage cheese. Oh! oh cute. <laughs> I'm sorry. It made me laugh. it was very Rob funny. Rob got it. Okay. So, <laughs> but, um, it was just Friday was such a delightful day with the cast members. I really enjoyed talking to them and talking to Brian at the Off the Page was, was a nice, uh, find for me. Mar-
0: Mark suggests so. Cruella DeVille and Pluto.
1: Oh, As the sweet. The chef and that's flounder. that's a good yeah.
0: one! Swedish Chef and Flounder. Nice. Pluto says. his black and that's
1: white. That's trouble bugs. with a capital yeah, T. Oh.
0: <laughs> nice. All right. Um,
1: so, who did you? Th- what did you think? What's that? We're two characters together. Oh no, I'm just I,
0: I I know there are some great answers out there, and I will leave it to to our friends in Mixer. Oswald and Shrek. Oswald. Um, Hades and Olaf.
3: Oh, that's, that's a good a, one!
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Because Olaf, yes, melts for him. yes.
3: Yeah. all right, thank you, Mary jo. Um, Michael, okay, uh, some events coming up at the Walt Disney Family Museum in September. The exhibition Wish Upon a Star, The Art of Pinocchio continues. The film of the month is Pinocchio, it will be playing on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or I'm sorry, Sunday at one. Um, and 3 p.m. in September, Saturday, 4 p.m. They have a lot of studio classes coming up. They have an animation intensive one for teens. This is a 12-week course. It's designed to teach disciplines of what it takes to be an animator. Um, this course is for... And they have a whole much longer description you can see on the website. But this course is for beginners looking for formal animation training. Um, anyway, and... So this class meets every Thursday, September 1st through December 1st, except Thursday, September 18th and November 24th. And it's 4 to 6 p.m. Then they have foundation drawing for ages 11 to 14. And this is also a 12 week course designed for middle school students. And it builds, helps them to build a knowledge of fundamental skills, adding depth to shim- simple shapes, studying gestures and pose and, and so on. Um, all skill levels are encouraged to attend. It meets every Thursday. September 1st through November 17th, 4 to 6 p.m. Uh, and the instructor is just someone from, um, he, a tremendous amount of background, Chris, um, Piotrowski. Um, he's worked in 2D animation, storyboarding, concept art, illustrations, and, uh, anyway, so, um, a, a lot of, uh, just a really excellent, um, animator and artist um there's after school animation for children's children children and teens and this is uh, this is uh, a good comprehensive understanding of basic animation techniques and principles it's an eight-week course focuses on all of these um Concepts, and this course is for beginners who want to explore the basics of animation. It's every Wednesday, September 7th through October 26th, 4 to 6 p.m. For inquiries about all these studio classes, you can contact Travis Lacina and his information is on the Walt Disney Family Museum website. They also have an other courses, Staging for Adults, Saturday, September 10th, 10.30 a.m. to noon. That's for ages 18 and up. They also have a version for youth on Saturday, September tenth, one to two thirty p.m. This is for ages seven to seventeen, and if you're under twelve, you must be accompanied by a guardian. And this is uh, this is how where you learn to plan out. Um, a shot, an animation shot from beginning to end, and to set the best stage for your characters for a compelling scene. And uh, Anyway, so on Saturday, September 24th, they have timing and spacing for adults. 10.30 a.m. to noon, ages 18 and up. And this is where uh, you can define, develop and refine your understanding of timing and spacing to portray speed and establish a feeling or emotion. It's all about steady movements of objects and people in motion. Uh, There's a similar program for youth ages 7 to 17. And that same afternoon, 1 to 2.30 p.m., if you're under 12, you must be accompanied by a guardian on Saturday September 17th and Saturday September 24th 1 to 3 p.m. they have observational drawing for children this is an introductory observational drawing pop-up studio and it's all about uh, explore all the little details found in still life arrangement and what it makes to, uh, what it takes to make each subject unique they uh, they will Everyone will make a pencil pencil sketch and then use watercolors to highlight the details, movement, and shapes. This is for children seven to ten, but is open to all. They have a professional seminar this is for adults and college and university students inspiring and sustaining creativity in the workplace this is wednesday september twenty first and this is a, a, it's about Walt Disney's committed to providing his artists and with tools and techniques that kept their creativity ever-evolving and their stories fresh and emerging. So uh, one, Matthew Lunn, who is a story creator at Pixar Animation, he is going to talk about how to um inspire and sustain creativity in the workplace and learn about how Walt was able to lead artists to produce some of the most innovative films of all times. And they do have a talk uh Saturday, September 10th at 1 p.m., um, beyond the wishing star nasa's search for life outside our solar system the, you, you have to go online just to read how they 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 desperately tried to tie this into pinocchio all about how geppetto spots a star in a night sky and makes an improbable wish and all that anyway what this really is though sounds interesting it it uh is all about it talks about how about Walt's um Science factual television programs of 1955 and his three space related programs, but also, uh, uh, someone, a doctor from NASA, Dr. Batala is going to talk about where is the NASA space program right now and our mission is search for life. It's Dr. Um, Natalie Batala and she's been at the forefront of, um, NASA's initiative dedicated to search for life beyond our solar system um and also use it in, in the use of the Kepler space telescope so she's going to talk about um, the, the the important discoveries we've made using the Kepler Space Telescope, the prospects for future missions, and what wonders we might find out among the stars. So for more information about any of these programs, the fees, and, and also information for purchasing tickets, go to the Walt Disney Family Museum website at waltdisney.org. If you can't make it up, though, to San Francisco, and you want to have a little touch of the Walt Disney Family Museum in Los Angeles, you are in luck. They are having their second annual fundraising gala, um, benefiting the museum's ongoing initiative to support the next generation of creative talent. So in this event, they're going to honor Marty Scalar, Disney legend, and Walt Disney Imagineering um, ambassador. Of course, he worked directly with Walt Disney, and he's been a leading Disney creative force, contributing to each of the 11 parks around the world. So he's going to be honored with the Diane Disney Miller Lifetime Achievement Award. And this... Um, award recognizes individuals who have made an outstanding impact in the field of arts, education, community involvement, and, and technological advancements. So this is being presented by the board of the Walt Disney Family Museum. It is Tuesday, November 1st, 2016 at 6.30 p.m. It is at the Disney's Grand California Hotel and Spa at the Disneyland Resort and tickets if you have to ask you (laughs) cannot afford it however um you can go onto their website to so that you know who to ask for information i have sent off an email i've not yet received a response when i do receive a response i will let you know but you can rent a full table or purchase individual tickets and that's it i'll see you at the museum in september all right thank you michael uh nancy
2: Okay, so as some of you may know, my big 50th birthday is coming up next week, so I was doing some, you know, special how to treat ourselves when we spend our weekend for it at the hotel, Disneyland Hotel, and... Um, I had a lovely email sent to me. You know, you can go on, we've talked about on the show before, um, going on to DisneyFloralAndGifts.com and clicking on the Disneyland um, icon, and that will take you to the floral gifts available um, at the Disneyland um, Resort and at some select non-Disney Resort properties. They will set you up at some of the good neighbor hotels with um, things like welcome packages, floral gifts, things like that. Um, well, they also sent me a list. Room service has its own set of little welcome gifts in your room. And we've talked about cakes before on the, on the site. This is where you go to get those. But they have some other fun things, too. Um, like, did you know you could get a Mickey's Rice Krispie Treats and Milk? Delivered up to your room, have it waiting for you when you come back from the parks. Same with Mickey cookies and milk. Two Mickey Mouse and two Minnie Mouse shortbread cookies, um, accompanied by a chilled half-carafe of milk. Or you can get just single cookies. Also, of course, their famous tuxedo strawberry packages. Um, you can get those with three different kinds of champagne, um, the base price um, comes with four tuxedo strawberries, a chocolate Mickey figurine, and a split of Chandon or Frexnet Brut. You can upgrade the. Your first upgrade would be to a bottle, a full bottle of Saint Hilaire Brut. Um, upgrade number two is a full bottle of Magicaud. With six tuxedos, the, the upgrades have six tuxedo strawberries, and then of course, upgrade three is a full bottle of Disney's famous fairy tale Magic magical and, and fairy tale cuvee, obviously being the ones you can only get at Disneyland and Walt Disney World and on the Disney cruise ships and things like that. Um, they also have a non-alcoholic version with sparkling cider. Those range from the regular price from $55 all the way up to $88 and non-alcoholic is $40. You can get all that stuff separate. Did you know they also do balloon bouquets? the uh, one Mylar and five latex for 20 bucks. And then, of course, a wide range of cakes. And if you want something more or different or customized from the list of cakes that they already have available, um, you can even call, and they'll have a chef call you back, and discuss what you want on your custom cake. Um, custom cakes, the uh, Mickey and Minnie's start at sixty-two for a ten-inch round. Um, the princess cakes actually, for a six-inch round, is thirty-nine. You can get that in the princess cakes, and you can get Tony's favorite red velvet with cream cheese filling. All right. Um, Your cake choices pretty much for most of these. The Mickey Mouse one is just vanilla and chocolate, but your princess cakes, vanilla chocolate or red velvet, cake filling, vanilla custard, whipped cream, white chocolate mousse, dark chocolate mousse, cake frosting, whipped cream, or vanilla buttercream. You can get that all the way to a half sheet cake for 110 to serve 40 people. Classic cake flavors are the same as the princess ones, only you can get a full sheet serving up to 80 people for 158. And then you can get um, character images, fig- character figurines to put on top. They have the Fab Five. They have Buzz Lightyear, Wendy, Lightning Jack, Tink, Ariel, and Tiana. For your basics. And then, like I said, anything else can be customized after that. They do have some cool floral on the, on the Disney Floral website. They have that lovely Star Wars thing we talked about um, <laughs> a couple weeks ago, the $500 floral thing. They also have a $350 or a $550 um, welcome package, which includes things like... A big bag of stuff, special Mickey vision glasses, um, a tote bag, tons of snacks for the parks, um, a shortbread cookie bouquet in the $500 package, um, customized pillowcases, or personalized pillowcases, personalized towels, um, things like that are in those packages. So, lots and lots and lots of different things. Um, for the ladies, there's a little spa package right now. Um, and they have a special line called the Perfectly Princess Toiletries line. And they give you, like, lotions and butters and and shower gel and stuff like that. And it's supposed to be a tropical sort of fruity fragrance.
1: How fun, though.
2: Um yeah, there's some cool stuff. There's a coffee package, uh, basically a basket for the coffee lover, which comes with the the Mickey Coffee Company brand coffees, a little selection of those, plus snacks. Um, there's a cooler bag that comes with snacks. Not a wide variety, but there are some cool things that they offer in the Create Your Own Basket. There's some cool packaging, like there's a a, a little lunch cooler that they offer in that. It's a little bit bigger than a lunch cooler. It looks like about a six-pack cooler size that has a really neat swirled mouse logo. Um, just some fun stuff. Cool. So I recommend looking into it. Oh, and the phone number for that, so you can know if you don't want to go on the website, is, it is 714-781-4438.
1: Yeah, for those who are wondering, there's no 1-800 number. You have to call yeah. the local number to get these. <coughs> there's not
2: a, pretty a 1-800 cool. number for Florida either. No. Nah. Disney's never had 1-800 numbers. Use, so. on it. Except for Use your cell phone. Use your
0: cell phone. It's
2: free. All right. Yeah.
0: Thank you, Nancy. Tony.
2: There are AP
4: days at Disney's California Adventure Park. Again, anything we can do to get... <laughs> maybe, uh, no, will, these new, will these new people, will that count? should.
0: Ooh, I don't so know. Delight- no, because it says it says Disney California Adventure Fun card. It does not say annual pass. There you go. So delight in a celebration of you on AP Day,
4: September sixth through October second. And here's what you a sneak peek of what's in store. Complimentary button series created for annual pass holders. With a new button each Monday. While supplies last. Complimentary recipe cards distributed at Paradise Garden Grill on Boardwalk Pizza and Pasta. Wonderful merchandise at Seaside Souvenirs and the Studio Store on Hollywood Boulevard, including an annual Passholders T-shirt with special AP Days art and annual Passholder pins, water bottles, and lanyards, while we'll supplies last. Be surprised by an occasional visit of Disney characters inside Stage 12. How are you going to be surprised if you're in Stage 12 waiting for them? Um, a red carpet photo op at the Paradise Garden Gazebo. Family-friendly activities, including presentations by Disney experts and color Slash crafting activities for kids. Fun self-guided activities. I think that's called rides. Um, special activities. I thought for thought it annual...
3: was called coloring pages. Yeah.
4: Um, uh, <laughs> special activities for annual pass holders and much more. When Arriving at the park, consult the times guide, look for more inform- informative signs or ask a task member for more information the all-available events and offers.
0: And since Frozen pre shows taking over Stage 17, which they usually use, uh, Tony said Stage 12. Stage 12 is the old Hollywood and Dine building, which they've used yeah. as the arcade for Electronica and Mad Tea Party. Mm-hmm. So that's where the AP days is on that side of the park.
3: Some of that sounds cool. I'd sure love to see it sometime. Huh, Mary Jo? <laughs>
0: uh,
1: yes.
0: <laughs> All right. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, everyone. For those of you listening live, stay tuned for Michael's um, look at the first part of his look at the 1980s. Uh, for everyone else, that is going to do it for this segment of the Design Plug. Be sure to catch all of our other Disney Unplugged podcasts this week. And of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.